Big dog wall talk. We gotta get our energy up. Everybody, are you with me? Let's go. Everybody. Fire up. Big dog wall talk. Matt Echo, Jordan Flegel. <laughs> Here to recap the week yeah. of NBA action. Jordan and I are just some sleepy boys today. But we're not gonna let yeah. this get to us. We're not gonna get no, down. No, it's no. fucking Friday, man. And everybody yeah. knows we get yeah. down on Friday. Uh, Jordan, I know you're a, you're a party animal. Uh, what, what kind of hijinks are you getting up to for this weekend? Let the people know. Uh, good question, Matt. I haven't, I haven't fully thought it out. Um, there's, there's bound to be some games on. I mean, there's there's mm-hmm. uh, is it the Lots Pro Bowl? Tonight. Is it the Pro Bowl this this weekend? Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. going to watch it. But uh... okay. NHL <laughs> NHL All Star Game in Toronto. Yeah, the you, NHL you, should, you should go downtown and party with the boys. Uh, you I could should. Be... Did you uh, do you happen to see Michael Bublé? Uh, what he was talking <laughs> about in his post. Uh, so he was like oh, an All Star draft. He was on captain. mushrooms. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. He, was, he was tripping out a little bit, man. Uh, Respect you know, to uh, that guy. Hey, big respects to uh, to Michael Bublé on the on his intake there. Uh, maybe maybe you should go down there, link up with him, uh, pop a couple caps, yeah. and uh, see see where the night takes you. Yes, I I do want to be on whatever he's on. He looked like he was having a great time. Mm-hmm. Michael uh, Michael, uh, who am I? Michael Bublé. Thinking of Michael. Well, we got Michael Bublé, but Justin <laughs> Bieber uh, mm-hmm. is uh, you know all over the city as well, doing these yeah. random con- concerts. Tate McRae is here. Uh, yes, all yes. the guys going crazy. Uh, but yeah, maybe I I will go downtown. I, I think I'm going to go mm-hmm. out tonight, uh, do a little bit of something. I, I don't oh, know shit. what, um, but uh, you know, get get a beverage somewhere. So so yeah, maybe nice. I'll check it out. Um, but as you know, uh, normally I hate hockey and the people who partake in it, uh, you know, yes. for the most part. So that, that might be tough. For but, good but reason. We'll see. I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, to, to kind of keep it going here, Jordan, uh, get back into the, the realm of basketball chatter here. Uh, the NBA All-Star Reserves officially announced, uh, and it was uh, it was an interesting selection here, Jordan. Uh, for anyone, again, uh, last plug, now that the teams are officially announced, uh, go check out Jordan and I's All-Star Special, where we gave all of our starters and teams uh, reserves, yep. everybody uh, top to bottom in our reasoning. The right uh, choices. The they they were the right choices, uh, and, and especially for the Eastern Conference, because for me, Jordan, all my picks, bang, 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 all hit uh, for the Eastern Conference for those reserves. Uh, I think, actually, I my team was the entire eastern conference team and the way it ended up working out with dame getting that starting spot uh but the western conference man uh i think that uh, this one was the a lot of a shock to a lot of people obviously tons of talent in the west uh, that were, were left off here uh you know uh, steph curry making it in there as reserve and uh you know maybe the biggest surprise of uh, any of them uh carl anthony towns of the minnesota timberwolves uh, kind of yep. just putting himself into there uh into this all-star game joining uh, his teammate anthony edwards there from the t-wolves uh jordan overall uh, i mean what what do you feel about these uh the, this all-star uh, teams as a whole now that we know the reserves and uh you know who do you think uh you know should be maybe on their way out uh maybe shouldn't have been snuck on there yeah i mean i think mostly it was it was fine uh in the east um like I didn't have Randall on my team, but I understood, uh, you know, why he was there. I think he he's deserving, um, you know, of 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 his spot. Um, and and people, I know Raptors Twitter is talking about, you know, that that Paolo Bancaro made it, but Scotty Barnes didn't. I'm okay with that if it's just you're comparing the two of them. I had both of them on my roster. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if, uh, for 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 those who didn't listen to our our special, but if you're gonna compare one versus the other, I know Scotty's overall stats are are, are better aside from scoring, but you yeah. got to reward winning. Uh, like the the Magic are still a above 500 team. The Raptors are far mm-hmm. below. So I'm Paolo's fine been with better that. than Scotty all year, in my opinion. Like I, uh, yeah. other than facilitating, I mean, like I. I, I, like I said, I'm actually the more I watch the Raptors play, the more of a Scotty Barnes hater I'm becoming. Yeah, you're, uh, which you're, is, you're a I've since man. day one. I wanted Jalen Sucks, which, oh, well, which was bad. Come on now, yeah, <laughs> bad take. Uh, but uh, no, I, and and yes, I, I think that's that's fair. I, I think it. I think they're comparable, and I. But I also think they do different things. Like like yep. you know, uh, Paolo is much more of a skilled scorer right now. Um, and and yeah, Scotty's more of the all around guy. But I'm I'm okay with that overall. Um, and then in the West, like. I, I, it's, it's weird because, you know, the Timberwolves are the number one seed in the West. They, if anyone deserves two all-stars, it's kind of them, but I only yeah. had, uh, I only had Anthony Edwards, uh, you know, as a Timberwolf on my team, just because, you know, a lot of different guys do a lot of different things. I think Kat still, I mean, the guy scores 62 and he's benched down the, down the stretch of, of the game. Cause he's taking stupid shots, still mm-hmm. kind of shaky on defense. I don't know if Cat, even though you know he's been a big part of that team, is that deserving of an All Star? You no. had Rudy Gobert on there, who I think is more deserving, but I couldn't mm-hmm. get him on just because you know he really doesn't do enough offensively for me. Um, and and you know as as I mentioned, even though he's 
probably, you know, front runner for defensive player of the year, one of the best defensive players in the league. Mm-hmm. Even his defensive like block stats don't like absolutely smack you in the face. So I I, I kind of just left it alone. Anthony Edwards was the lone one for me. But the fact so like just from the overview, yes, the Timberwolves deserve two, but the fact that they have two and the Kings don't have a single one yeah, is just yeah. crazy to me because, you know, I, I, I didn't have De'Aaron Fox. I actually put Sabonis over him because dude's averaging damn near, you know, triple double. And he keeps yeah. having these like 10 plus assists game, just like running, you know, their, their offense is going through him. He's like a hub, obviously one of the best rebounders in the league uh, and has both. improved scoring as well. Yeah. And other people had Fox and I, I, it's hard to argue that he's like close to 30 a game and has been amazing. Yep. Um, and so, you know, the fact that these other teams, you know, like, you know, uh, wink, wink, the Lakers and, and other teams like that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the Clippers, another one, um, you know, have two, uh, but, but, but the Kings don't even get one. I think that's, that's a little bit unfair. I would have, I would have swapped out a King for cat and maybe even someone like Paul George, even though, you know, Paul Steph George Curry. has been amazing. Um, and, and yeah, I know, I know we, we, we know how you feel about Steph Curry, uh, you know, left him. Uh, for for those who don't know, Matt left him and the King off of his All Star ballot. Uh, you know, world class hater. Features um, now. I, I I did have Steph on mine, and I'm okay with him being there, even though yes, his team has been god awful. You know, it's it's Steph, uh, and and he's still you know an outrageous player. Um, mm-hmm. but but yeah, o- overall it's mostly just Cat that I'm like eh, this is weird, and honestly, I'm surprised that the the you know the group of people weighted most by like the assistant coaches, like that's who really picks the reserves voted in cat because yeah yeah uh, like that's 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 very strange to me i i wouldn't see him as someone who's all that popular with coaches he's not really thought of as like an unsung hero guy if anything i think coaches would say his stats make him seem better than he actually is in terms of contributing to winning so he's the only one that's kind of shaky maybe the everyone uh, else the voting might have came out right that. after the the 62 pointer yeah, well, exactly. I, I think there might have, if he hadn't had that game, I think there might have been some, you know, there's different result here. But, mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. overall, I think you, you're kind of splitting hairs. Like I had Laurie Markinen on my team as well. Another guy, mm-hmm. who, you know, just missed out. Ingram as well, who I know I was kind of the only one really talking about that. I just wanted yeah. someone from the Pelicans on there. But overall, you know, you got to weigh team success and popularity, and you know, all these things, uh, and and individual stats as well. I'm not really outraged at anyone. It's fine. Yeah, and in the East, I mean, uh, like we said, like that, I think that there really wasn't too many uh, people that were included that uh, are excluded rather that uh, you know we had that uh, the voters ended up putting in there. Uh, yeah. You know, one of the the bigger ones, uh, I guess, if you want to you know throw them out there, uh, Trey Young. A lot of people saying uh, should have uh, got Ooh. in there, you know, based on that's stats alone. But that's the yeah. thing. I I I I'll say this. I think Trey Young. No, what? No, actually, that, that, I'm going to take that back. I don't want to say something stupid, but you know, Trey <laughs> Young didn't deserve to be an All Star at all. Point blank. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, his team's seven games below 500. Uh, yeah. The stats are great, but I mean, like you could argue that Dejounte Murray's been just as good for that team uh, this yeah. season. And I, I mean, like, yeah, I've, I'm, I, I, I don't know if I've ever put Trey in my All Star game, uh, even the year he was a starter. So, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, I, I'll, I'll just keep hating on him. But yeah, overall, I think that this is actually, even though there's so much depth in the NBA and we talked about it, it was very hard to put these selections together. I do think yeah. for the most part, the, the, the coaches and everybody got it right. Uh, yeah. I think it should be an exciting all around game when you kind of think of, uh, you know, the personalities going at it. I feel like uh, the Eastern conference is a little bit more blue collar and uh, the Western conference has got a little more. But are we back? Are we, have, have we talked about this? Are we back to East versus West now? Is no, it's, I, I think it's still the, the start. I think it's still, God damn it. this is the last year. I think though, I think. Okay. Good. I think well, they've I announced so. it. It's LeBron and Giannis again. I think are the oh the, yeah the yeah picks. Which yeah, I mean we'll we'll so who's a free agent uh, out of the starters? Uh, that's who LeBron's gonna <laughs> yeah. take. Yes, uh, yes. One last year. Uh, play, uh, come on, play, play with Bronny. Uh, get James Gang. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, hey, we're, we're gonna have to get at least one replacement uh, because you know we yes. might as well get right into it. Jordan Joel Embiid to the Philadelphia 76ers, the uh, odds-on MVP favorite going into uh, this podcast essentially. Out with a torn meniscus, Jonathan Kaminga falling on his knee in a game against the Warriors uh, earlier this week. And uh, that uh, while the team hasn't officially confirmed it, uh, it's pretty much a done deal. He will be missing some time. We, we don't know the timeline yet as of recording this on Friday afternoon, but... Uh, yeah. Jordan, this is uh, it. Sucks to see. I mean, I know we're we're haters. We 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 don't exactly like the 76ers or Embiid, but it is tough to see a guy who's having such an amazing historic singular season uh, go down to injury. And you know, he, he's not going to qualify for any All NBA likely uh, or anything like that uh, this season. And uh, yeah. it, it's definitely a tough pill to swallow, I think, for a lot of people out there in the NBA. Now that we're 
we've really started to dive into that 65 game rule. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, that, as you say, that's looks like a done deal. Now it's going to be hard for him. Uh, you can't really miss, well, he can't, he can basically miss no more time as it is even just through normal rest and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I think I, he I, might I, only have like four games left and he'll yeah, be out. Yeah. I think Absolutely. they already said he'll be missing at least this weekend though. You know, so let's say two more games, like he, he's not going to make it. No, no. And I think, and I think that's honestly good so that it's not something that hampers him going down the stretch or something yep, that the team yep. even has to think about because again like Joel Embiid like I would much rather if if we're talking about what would you know help Joel the most in terms of his reputation legacy all that stuff is to not worry about that award and really get himself ready for the the, the playoffs because again mm-hmm. that's what we're all going to be judging him on anyway uh, so to get this kind of out of the way even though you know you'd much rather not not have a meniscus injury to to make that happen, but the fact that it is out of the way, I think, is ultimately a good thing. Yeah, this meniscus stuff—it's like we we don't know the full details yet, uh, as you mentioned there. I mean, from from what I a little bit of research I was doing, or from what I'm what from what I've heard, like meniscus stuff can be very different. Like you could have it, you could it it could be so bad that you do need surgery on it, or you can avoid surgery depending on things that you can like shave it off or something you know it's, it's all complicated mm. stuff i don't fully That's understand we, uh, but go down to the deli just get some shaved and <laughs> yes, yes. yeah yeah delicious uh with a little bit of smoked yeah. salmon on there yeah <laughs> um but uh that's disgusting uh but uh <laughs> I, I hope it's you know i i'm sure you know everyone any any, any nba fan is going to be hoping that it's it's not that serious he can come back yeah. maybe he misses a few weeks Again, he's kind of buoyed by the all-star break here. He can just take a long break, like get, you know, figure out what needs to be done. Um, You know, Perk, Kendrick Perkins, I know the other day said they should shut him down for the entire season, including the playoffs. He's on thin ice. He's on very thin (laughs) ice. He also wanted the heat to trade Jimmy Butler. You are a few more of those takes away, Kendrick. We might revoke our, uh, you know, invitation to come on this podcast. Yeah, we, we can only get so silly. Um, so so just our, our our schedule has been so conflicting. So I'm sure Perk, you're probably listening to this. I'm sure you yeah, are. But, 100%. Uh, you know, uh, um, yeah, you you are right. This is definitely like a uh, a a good time to have something bad happen to the 76ers. Yes, yeah, 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 and and so yeah, I hope you know we'll get more information in the coming days. I'm sure. Um, but you know. I don't want to be a hater. And, you know, I know everyone's like, oh, it's it's because everyone clowned him, uh, you know, for not playing in Denver that he forced himself to, to, to go play in, uh, you know, Golden State and everything. I'm like, well, first of all, don't be such a softy. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. injured, don't fucking play. None of us were mad. None of us were telling you to go and play injured. It just made no sense that you weren't on the fucking injury report. Uh, they did get fined 75K. Ooh. Yes, which, yes, yeah, huge. Uh, huge chunk of change there. Uh, but you know, that, that's what we were worried about. No one's, yeah. no one wanted you to play injured. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't really buy that, uh, as a reason. And then this whole thing with, you know, Kaminga landing on him, that was kind of separate from what was going on before. Like, I feel well, like it was that a different injury. Something. Totally. Yeah, it was like, I think it was exactly. different leg. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure. So, so, um, you know, I, I yeah, I, I, Embiid's got a not, you know, the, the, the team Embiid, whoever it is, you know, I hope they're not trying to use that as any sort of excuse or anything, but mm-hmm. I will say this about Embiid. It's like, we always, you know, I remember a few, few seasons ago now when, when John Morant came down on the cameraman and injured himself, mm-hmm. there's, there's, and, and that's been the case with a lot of like high flying guards and wings uh, throughout yeah. NBA history. It's kind of like, well, this guy's really good, but he's got to be less reckless. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're going to do your own hurt. stunts, you know, uh, it's going to happen. And Joel Embiid, if you're going to continually, as a seven foot two man, be falling on the fucking floor, mm-hmm. people are going to fall on you. Like just yeah. like the the amount of falling over and flopping that he does, I I really think. And again, it, this was you know it, it hasn't been a huge deal for him. I'm not trying to place the blame on him. I'm not you know hating on him you know that hard right now. But yeah, I'll blame the, him. Fuck it. The, the 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 you have to take it into account when it's a guy who is kind of you know, consistently injured just when he kind of ramps yeah. up to, to being, you know, dominant. And then it's like, Oh, finally you can put it all together. He, mm-hmm. he gets these little injuries. And a lot of them have to do with him falling down on the fucking floor. So I really think he needs to sort of reevaluate how he does that shit. And you know, the foul hunting and all that stuff, you're already averaging, you know, the most points per minute in NBA fucking history, for God's sake, you don't have to, uh, you know, bait so much and fall over like you have for, for, for so long. Like, I really think that, that, 
that has contributed to many injuries yeah. that he's had in the past. This one, you know, the most kind of obvious that I can think of, but well, um, he, this season again, he's really, he's like, played up his flopping to like a new yes, level. I know. And so it's like, yeah, I'm not blaming him for this. It wasn't his fault. It was kind of a freak thing, but man, when he does come back, just, just, you know, man up, you're, you're mm-hmm. way stronger than most of these guys you are going up against. You do not need to be on the ground so much and it will protect you, allow you to play longer and, and for us to have more respect for you. Yeah, so yeah. You can actually do this shit in the playoffs and stay healthy for a full run uh, for the first time ever. So, you know, that, that's yeah. all I'll say about that. But yeah, hope, hoping it's just an easy kind of couple weeks to a month thing, yeah. but you never know with these things. It's Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Like this could, this could knock him out for the year too. You never yeah. know. Yeah, and uh, I mean, without him, the 76ers, your title chances, poof, they're gone. They're done. Uh, Really opens up the Eastern Conference a little bit more as well to some of those kind of of middle-of-the-pack teams. Uh, But yeah, I I think you're spot on with the flopping call because, again, in this one, he actually was trying to dive for a loose ball. So I'll give him that. This this time it 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 wasn't from a flop. I'm just saying you end up on the floor too much. But, But even in that sense, I mean, when he's doing all this flopping and shit, he's injured, guys. Throughout yes, the last two, three yes. seasons, rolling people's yeah, exactly. ankles, crashing yeah. into the sides of their knees, like, at, at, like, unle- like unless Joel Embiid is like he has some kind of weird, like something going on with his, like he's got like uh, vertigo or something, so he has no yeah, sense of like, balance Whoa. when he's moving around. Like that's that's what it looks like sometimes. Yeah, uh, really that's does. the only thing. It's the only thing that would make sense to me about why Embiid could do that, and then it's just crazy they give him the calls. Uh, yeah. But that, that's again the conversation we've had in the past, and we'll probably continue when he comes back because yeah. chances are, if he's got something. Uh, up with his knee, he's going to be wanting to bait calls even more, and the league is probably going to give it to him even more. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it, watch for him to finish the season while averaging forty points. Um, yeah. But even with that being said, uh, I mean it's it does suck for the basketball value standpoint. But I, I, I'm interested to see how uh, Tyrese Maxey can kind of respond now that he being thrust into this lead star role with this team. Uh, yeah. As we're recording right now, they're they're fifth in the Eastern Conference, uh, a game Ooh, behind the Knicks and a half game behind the Cavs. Uh, so, I mean, they're, they're already kind of sinking a little bit here, but they did just pull out a, a, a narrow win as uh, Tyrese Maxey dropped 51 on top of the, the Utah Jazz, who are kind of trying to be frisky in the Western Conference, but uh, obviously pretty tough to do. Uh, but again, I think we've kind of established, you know, Maxey uh, is one of the best guards in the uh, the Eastern Conference and, you know, I think could lead a team to, uh, you know, some success in the regular season. Yeah. But if we're talking postseason, I mean, if Tobias Harris is your second best player, and again, all due respect, you know, he had 28 points, five rebounds, seven assists, uh, you know, over five from three uh, in against the Jazz. But uh, you know, he, he still held his own. He did his thing. But this team nowhere deep enough to be able to uh, compete without Embiid, uh, Maxi in the playoffs. People will game plan around punishing him, uh, taking him to the rim, fouling him out quickly, like. This team just without Embiid is uh, is dookie, and uh, I I really do think that if uh, he's out for the playoffs or even the first round, uh, I think they're 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 done, uh, which is insane because yeah. we're not we're we're just over halfway in the season, and I feel like everything's been pretty uh, pretty chill. Everything's been pretty low key so far. Everything's kind of going according to plan. This is a huge shakeup in the Eastern Conference. Uh, that you know this 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 is Shannon Shockwaves like the Miami Heat right now licking their lips. Uh, you know maybe the Orlando Magic or somebody you know can can get a, get into one of those six seeds now and maybe avoid the play in. Like this yeah. could be a, a massive swing and uh, yeah. a, a team like the Knicks or the Cavs they could even get a a, a first round win that would be pretty easy because I feel like a, a healthy Knicks or Cavs beats this shorthanded 76ers with like like in five oh, games. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think almost anyone, honestly, you know, above that play and mix would beat uh, the, the the Sixers without Embiid. Like he's so important to everything that they do. It, because, like, yeah, Maxi went off last night. Uh, you know, against the Jazz, he was awesome. The three was falling all over the fucking place and from mm-hmm. all different distances. Uh, and he is great, but but yeah, as as a number one option. He's the last type of guy you want as a number one option, like a guard uh, who doesn't do that much on the defensive end or, or at least can be picked on on the defensive end. So, yeah, if, if Embiid is out, I, I don't think they have a single shot to beat uh, anyone. Like mm-hmm. uh, even, you know, the magic, honestly, like it, maybe that would be close. Uh, yeah. But yeah. like, uh, but I, I would probably pick the magic, even if they had to go on the road. Like, it's just I, I really don't see unless Maxi can just, you know, maintain just an absolutely insane level of production uh you know through an entire series but i I think that would just be tough to do uh so so yeah it it does shake things up and i mean the 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 sixers kind of falling right now obviously uh you know despite that that win in utah and the knicks surging right at this time like they're they're 
now I think just a half game back of, of Milwaukee who still doesn't have a win under uh, Doc Rivers. Uh, we'll, <laughs> Some growing we'll see. But, but uh, you know, the, the Knicks could end up uh, sort of feasting off this the most out of anyone, uh, even though they're going to be without Randall. They're they mm-hmm. they they're deep enough and they're led by, uh, you know, a, a more sort of traditional setup man in, in Jalen Brunson who can also go get his own shot as well. Um, you know, and, and, and they've, you know, done well to sort of keep things going. And they're not uh, even at hundred percent right now. You know, you mentioned no, Randall there, but even like Mitchell Robinson, uh, you know, yeah. the, the a big part of their team still uh, out of action, maybe back for the playoffs. We'll see. Like the Knicks could get a whole lot better by the end of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they they also need Randall back, kind of not not as desperately as the Sixers need uh, Embiid. But you know, mm-hmm. if 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 Randall's now kind of thrown out of whack for the rest of the season, that also kind of tanks the Knicks chances, even though, you know, as I just saying, they're kind of surging right now, yeah. ultimately in the playoffs, you need Julius Randle um, to, to, to do anything. Um, you know, uh, they, they, they have got sort of more of a better foundation around them. I think they'll finish, uh, you know, higher than, than the, uh, the, the, the Sixers if, if Embiid stays out. So maybe they can win around, but you know, they, they're, they're also banged up. So like, you're just looking around. I mean, the Celtics, uh, obviously still number one, but you know, this, this does open things up for, for those teams who, yeah, aren't, aren't dealing with injuries. You know, the, the, the Cavs, you're looking at them like as a team, once they get their fully healthy roster back, we'll see if mm-hmm. they make any trades at the deadline, but once they get everyone back, maybe they can step into the, the slot. So yeah, this is the time of year when injuries really are, are playing a role, but, but in Philly's case, it's just like, th- that's the one guy you cannot afford to lose. Uh, mm-hmm. because even if you were missing Maxi and you had him beat, like you can, you can maybe hold off, win around. Uh, you know, you got Pat Bev who can step in there. You've got other scores, but but without Embiid, you are you are just con- completely toast. Yeah, and uh, even then, Jordan. I mean, let's say they fall to the eight seed, maybe they could beat the Celtics because the Boston Celtics <laughs> fucking blew it, playing <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers at home, and Austin Reeves drops thirty-two points, seven for ten from deep. D'Lo and him, 16, uh, 8, and 14 for D'Lo uh, as they obliterate the Celtics. I mean, it felt like a, it was only a nine-point win, but they were up big for a lot of this game uh, yeah. on the road without Anthony Davis or LeBron James. Uh, yep. Jordan, this was uh, a weird game to watch. Like, at one point, I, I, I looked over. Uh, I, I was tied in the first quarter. I look away, and I think it was like 28 to 18. And in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, the Celtics are up 10. And then I had to look back at it like three times. I'm like, no, wait a minute. Hold on <laughs> a second. On. And then I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, like Austin Reeves is pulling up from anywhere. Uh, like, this is just the weirdest game that I, I've seen in a while. And the the Celtics just looked horrible. Uh, Jalen Brown uh, held under 10 points. Uh, I mean, he was he was garbage. Uh, four for 12 shooting, you know, eight points there. Uh, Tatum, eight for 21 shooting. Porzingis was seven for 15. Uh, Drew Holiday, four for nine. Derek White, four for 11. Like, the whole thing with the Lakers this season has been how bad their defense has been. They've been just desperate to find some kind of reliable defender or sets or schemes that can work. All Apparently all it takes is to get the those two main figureheads out of the lineup, and the morale looked like it was up. Those guys looked yes. like they were having fun. They were yeah. trying. They were working hard. There was no egos on the court. And, uh, you know, Jordan, maybe the Lakers are better without LeBron and AD because, uh, I mean, no one else is so. really uh, – not many teams have been able to beat the Celtics like that this year. No, and at home as well. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, that that was, yeah, really. Was really that their bizarre. second second loss I, at home this whole season? Yeah, second or third. I, f- I forget if maybe they lost another one, but yeah, it was it was the Nuggets in an even closer one than this mm-hmm. and this one. Uh, yeah, but but you know, it, it looked they looked unbeatable for a while at home, uh, and the, the the fact that you would let the Cel- the the Lakers come in. Without yeah, third their, loss. They're two best players. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the fact that you'd, you'd, you'd let the Lakers of all teams come in without Braun and AD and, and beat you is just uh, kind of insane. It, it really was just a bizarre whole situation. Um, and, you know, uh, I'm sure the Boston crowd was was very, you know, torn and confused because Austin Reeves kept hitting stuff. And it's like, <laughs> oh, he's a Laker, first but he's a white first guy. First day of Black History know. Month, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so they were kind of like, uh, you know, respect, respect to him, I guess. They were um, golf but, clapping underneath yeah, the, yeah. Uh, underneath the <laughs> well seat. Well done, Austin. Well done. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, he had a but great Brady game. Pritchard I mean, out there. It was, it was just, it, 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 was, it was also bizarre in the sense that, yeah, the, the morale looked amazing. Like these guys are just kind of playing more free and easy than I've ever mm-hmm. seen this Lakers group playing. And it's one game. You don't want to overreact. I think maybe they came into this, you know, 
just playing with house money completely. No one mm-hmm. expected them to win this game. Uh, you know, it's on national TV. The Celtics, you, you, you have Porzingis back. You've got your, their full healthy squad. Um, yep. And you're coming in just with no expectations. So maybe that's why. But my God, that if, if they, like imagine if they that this surrounding or like supporting cast played like this all the time uh, when LeBron and when NAD were out there, like they shot 53% from three. Everyone was yep. hitting it. Vanderbilt hit a fucking three. Uh, he had two, two actually, two for three. Um, you know, just in insanity. Uh, and and so you know, I guess they all just don't want to be traded. Uh, you know, yeah, at the yeah, end of the day, yeah. trying really hard audition. to to keep to 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 make sure they stay in LA. But uh, yeah, very weird game, weird loss from the Celtics. They're kind of slowing down a little bit. They they've mm-hmm. not looked nearly as dominant. You know, I think they were exposed when. Kristaps Porzingis went out uh, there for a few games. Like it, it, it looked like, you know, he he really was a, a super important cog to, to what they do on both ends. Um, but even though he's been back the last couple games, they you know they squeezed out a close one against Indiana. But but to lose this one is just very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know that for, 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 I think it's more of a story of of you know the, these Lakers guys. And it's like, what the hell do you do if you're if you're Rob Palinka? Uh, you know the Lakers now. Just at 500, who do you get rid of? Who do you who do you move? D'Angelo Russell has been balling out. Uh, you know, uh, is he going to go back to his old self on February mm-hmm, 9th, mm-hmm. right after deadline day? Just like uh, you know, this this was all just uh, this was all I time. had for for the for for the season here for his little audition. But uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see as we as we move. You know, less than a week now uh, till trade deadline day. Um, whether this team's going to make a change um, because despite this game, I think we all know they, they, they have flaws. They're not good enough. Uh, but you know, they, they looked good here and LeBron, like the, 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 the last thing too, I know Anthony Davis had missed a few before that LeBron sitting out this one. I'm watching you, LeBron, you know, the, the league is not going to investigate this like the Embiid one, but I was not aware LeBron had any sort of serious injury issues. This was another national televised game. Mm-hmm. LeBron in Boston. That's like one of the most, uh, that's going to draw some of the most eyeballs of the entire year. Yet again, we've got a star sitting out. Um, yeah. Naughty, naughty. Not good. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a bit of a, a blue ball situation there. Uh, but yeah. I like that you brought up the uh, the trade deadline here, Jordan, because I think that uh, maybe some of these GMs are listening to us a little bit because I've been petitioning for a little bit here that the Lakers could just trade LeBron. That would solve so many yes. of their problems. And yes. it turns they out that there's listen. rumblings. There's no. rumblings that Palenka is uh, actively, you know, looking to see if anyone's interested in taking on the uh, the 39 year old all time scorer. Uh, yeah. And Anthony Davis apparently not uh, safe as well. Rich Paul, LeBron's agent, uh, you may know him from Clutch Sports and uh, Dating Adele. Uh, yeah. he, uh, he he's come out and said that they're that's not happening. They're not looking to be traded. But I don't know, Jordan. I think that this is one of those where there's smoke, there's fire, and I think that maybe there's a situation where they do it because. I know that, like I said in the past, like it doesn't make sense logistically because LeBron brings in a billion dollars playing for the Lakers, but yeah. there's uh, pretty much zero chance the Lakers are competing this year. Uh, they're doing a little bit better than they did last season at this point. Uh, you know, they're 25 and 25, uh, and they still ended up making the conference finals last year, and you never know what they can do. But I mean, I don't think that LeBron should feel all that comfortable four games out from the sixth seed. Like, you're still going to have to get through the play in tournament, and there's some tough teams you're going to have to beat in that play in. Uh, I I would honestly like uh, again like there's some teams out there that could offer enough value to the Lakers that uh, I really do think giving up LeBron would be worth it. Uh, and uh, you know I I I don't really think you want to have to draft Bronny because uh, he's going <laughs> to force you to do it for sure. Um, but uh, this is a a really interesting kind of stance that they they've taken. I I, I can't believe that it's actually happened that uh, you know LeBron is being thrown in there in uh, trade talks. But I mean. Wayne Gretzky can be traded. Anyone can be traded, Jordan. That's how I always look Great. at it. So uh, this is uh, – what, what do you think about uh, LeBron and AD potentially being traded uh, this season? I mean, it would, uh, you know, it would break the the NBA internet. That would be mm-hmm. uh, incredible. I mean, I, I think it, you know I, – I know we mentioned it uh, a little while ago when you when you brought it up as, uh, you know, a, a Perk-style hot take the, of, of, of trading away LeBron. You know, I, I think it makes more sense, though, if you were going to pick one – to trade away LeBron while he still has the value that he has. Not that I mm-hmm. think his value is going to dip, um, but you know, there, I'm sure there's a lot of GMs out there. You know, when you get on the phone with them, it's like, why would I give you anything that valuable for a 39 year old guy uh, who, you know, who may just decide to hang it up here at any, at mm-hmm. any time. So, you know, uh, while he still has that value, I, I would say, you know, 
yeah, you, you, you could trade LeBron James for something, get some, uh, you know, sort of picks to set up your future. In that case, I, I would probably keep Anthony Davis though. Cause you know, you'd still have a, uh, uh, you know, a, a player who could see you through this next, uh, you know, little bit, uh, without completely bottoming out. Um, so, so yeah, I think well, even though I don't think either is likely, I think it's probably more likely that, uh, you know, it, it it's LeBron that, that, that goes on the move here, but, but yeah, I mean, there, there were some seemingly credible, uh, guys from Twitter or X, I should say talking mm-hmm. about this. Uh, and you know, I know, you know, Rich Paul came out and shut it down, but you, you, you never know. And normally when people come out and say a guy isn't getting traded, that's the most uh, sure sign yes. that he is going to get traded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, which is hilarious. So, that is what like your mind goes to. It's like, oh, you you are saying you actively don't want to be traded. Yeah, you yeah. want out of there bad. Yeah, yeah. But but okay. Like, uh, what about this, Matt? We uh, mm. and when this sort of idea came about, I think it was probably last year. People started talking about it, or maybe even the year before. As soon as the Lakers, it was clear that they probably weren't going to be competing for a title. It's like, well, either you're gonna. LeBron's going to make the team trade away everything to get a better team around him, or he's going to want to leave. Um, and the Cavs were brought up as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a little second second time homecoming. What about Darius Garland and Evan Mobley for LeBron? Would you I mean, do that? I, if, I, I, the if I'm the Lakers, 100% I would do that. Like, I think I would a, too. That would be that's amazing. A, you could put AD could, back at the four. You get uh, yeah, Evan Mobley at the saying. five. Two young building blocks. You actually have a good point guard. No no, no, no disrespect to D'Lo, but a little bit, I guess. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, you have a bit of a, a hole there at small forward, but I sure. don't know. I I think you could make up for it. Like you could, like Torian Prince can hold it down and just play three and D. Like it's, uh, yeah. it, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I would do that a hundred percent. And then if you're the Cavs, I mean, you you've got you know this team works really well without those two guys. I mean, you've been winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like up and down the fucking wall, uh, with, with Donovan Mitchell, basically as your point guard, Jared Allen's your center. And then the one thing they've been missing is that, you know, the big wing type LeBron slots in there. You've still got your, your, your shooting fours, you know, you've got, you know, you've got Struess and you've got Niang and Wade and, and Karis Levert, you've got Max Struess. Like you're not really giving up that much depth. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it would never happen. I'd be shocked if, if, if LeBron James gets traded, but this would be an interesting one, and I mean, we just talked about how the East is kind of opening up. Uh, yep. That would be that would be kind of <laughs> fucking insane if, if oh, he was nuts. put on that roster because yeah. I think they genuinely like that team. If he can keep up that level of play, stay healthy, that that's uh, that's a good team. I, I Cleveland, this is for you again. This is uh, good. The yeah. uh, I no, that would be fucking amazing. I would I would love that. I don't think any NBA, real NBA fan would be against that. The only oh, yeah, awesome. another team that, and I think we brought them up pretty much anytime there's trade talks because they have the biggest war chest that they could go out there yeah. and if any year to use it and trade these picks, this would be the year. The OKC Thunder, like there's no yeah. way in hell LeBron wants to move to, to Oklahoma City like that. Let's be no. real, he'd be commuting in on a, on a PJ. But yeah. this is uh, this is a team that's already built to win. They would also benefit from having a, a big three that can kind of score a little bit, help out SGA. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I, I really think it could work there too. And like you give up Lou Dort, three first-round picks, maybe like one other contract guy to make it work. Uh, and again, that team, you know, potentially you, you've got some shooters on that squad as well. You could make it work. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like a team with SGA and LeBron is just built to succeed as, as it is. Uh, you know, you get Chet oh, yeah. to play with one of the all-time awesome. greats, right, in his rookie year. I I, yep. I think that they would all, like, pretty much they would become the, like, like in the Western Conference, we've kind of gone back and forth. There's a lot of, like, mix-ups. There's probably six teams in the Western Conference that could actually win the NBA championship this year. Uh, yep. But, man. OKC with LeBron, I think, would be kind of the the, the far and away pick in the West. So uh, I don't know. I, if I'm LeBron, I would just be like, you know what? Let's shake things up. Let's do it. But I, I do think he's just just comfortable living in LA and doing the doing whatever it is there. And he's just gonna make some noise and make them trade for some fucking guy who's gonna have like a half good season. Like uh, the the trade's going. It's going to be very boring. Uh, I mean, hell, Levine at least would be interesting. Like I, I would be yeah. cool with it. Dejounte like, Murray, maybe all the guys we've yeah. talked about. We'll like, see. Someone with all-star potential would be cool, but man, yeah, LeBron James trade would just be electric. But uh, we'll, we'll wait awesome. and see if uh, yeah. LeBron uh, is on his way out of L.A. Uh, but first, before we get to big dog of the month, in the month of January, we got some quick-fire NBA news to break down. Yep. Adams, Steven, <laughs> traded 
Former Big Dog Speaking of the Year. Of big the, dogs, he was, yeah. yeah, he was the inaugural Big Dog of the Year for uh, any uh, longtime listener who, who may remember uh, Stephen Adams, the Big Kiwi. Uh, and since he got that, he really hasn't played, so unfortunate. Um, yeah. But uh, Stephen Adams traded from the Memphis Grizzlies to the Houston Rockets for another injury-plagued uh, former great uh, Victor Oladipo, uh, as well as two 2024 second-round uh, picks and one 2025-second-round uh, pick going to the Grizzlies. So this is an interesting trade, Jordan, in the sense that it's – very like under the radar. I don't think that anybody gives a shit of this trade. The only thing that's yeah. interesting is that the Rockets are still trying to get a little bit more veteran presence on that team. You know, uh, yeah. obviously they've cooled down from the kind of their hot start at the beginning of the year, but they're yeah. going to get a really good locker room guy out there, a guy who can kind of help Sengun learn a little bit more of that defensive uh, mantra. And I-, I think it's nice for that way. I mean, fucking the picks are good, I guess, for the Grizzlies a little sure. bit. Like all the depots, I'm probably never going to play for them. It doesn't matter. No. Uh, if anything, this is kind of a weird move since the Grizzlies are already so thin at center. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. But uh, I, I do like the the underlying, uh, you know, potential here for uh, you know the the Rockets. And Stephen Adams is only thirty. It feels like he's like thirty eight, but uh, I know he's still, he's still <laughs> got some. Yeah, he's still got some uh, some room uh, some room for improvement, some gas left in the tank. So uh, I, I like it from the Rockets' perspective. Oh yeah, from the Rockets' perspective, might as well do it. I mean, don't don't bother hoarding second round picks. Uh, and you know, Oladipo wasn't playing this year anyway. Uh, just just make the swap. I think that's an easy call. Yeah, for for the Grizzlies, it's I, I guess mostly just a money move. Like you you've got guys coming up that you're gonna have to make decisions on. Uh, and and uh, you know, Adams as good as he has been for them, you kind of if if you're gonna have uh you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Brandon Clark there, you're kind of hoping that they can hold it down as your main, uh, you know, front court guys. It, mm-hmm. it It's a pity they haven't gotten to play together as much as they should have these last couple years because of, you know, a variety of reasons. But I, I think that's a, that's a pretty good, uh, you know, starting front court there between those mm-hmm. two guys. And you've got other guys, you know, Santi Aldama, you know, and all these other kind of young Grizzlies prospects. I think, I, I guess it was just time for them to move on from, from Stephen Adams. Yeah, Although yeah. when's Jake LaRavia getting minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Kenny Lofton, is he still there? Uh, I think yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I think, you know, the Grizzlies should still though, kind of tread lightly here about making any assumptions. I mean, Stephen Adams was so important for them when they were a mm-hmm. good team uh, yeah. just, uh, you know, as, as recently as last year, uh, you know, just, it, rebounding defense as a screener uh you know all, all, well, him, all him going down arguably kind of cost them that series against the well, lakers ex- yeah exactly so it's like you know you, you're letting him go and i get why but he's gonna be kind of hard to replace and jaron mm-hmm. jackson jr as we've seen isn't necessarily the best natural center he's kind Hell of well. he always played better with adams next to him so averages like six rebounds tricky. a game yeah well exactly yeah your rebounding just just is tanked now um but you know that 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 eventually i guess you would have had to sort of move on from adams who's a little bit older than the rest of those guys but you know mm-hmm. you, you do still want vets in there so you know it's it's i'm kind of mixed about it for the grizzlies but i think it's a great pickup for the rockets uh and and you know it'll it'll mostly come to fruition next year i don't think adams is is slated to play this year at all but no uh, i don't think so it, it, it you know it'll be a good backup uh to play with shangun as you said or maybe shangun can play down at the four he's got enough skill yeah, that you yeah. can maybe play both of them so so uh yeah like it for the rockets I'm okay with it for the Grizzlies. Yeah, well, we'll they have to hit on one of those second round picks, or it's going to be a little yeah. bit wonky. But uh, yeah. moving on to the the next fire uh, quick fire news story: uh, Steph Curry to face off against Sabrina Ionescu at the NBA All Star Weekend in a three point shoot off uh, or shootout, whichever you'd like to call it. Shoot off? I don't think you're shooting off. I think you're shooting <laughs> out. Uh, but this is uh, maybe arguably the the best three point uh, shootout since uh, Draymond Green lost to Kevin Hart. Uh, yeah. please look it up or anyone who forgot that happened again i'll never forget it it happened kevin hart beat him uh, i also just saw just saw the kevin hart uh when he blocked kyle lowry in no, the, oh, the other day. and that was that was after that was after uh, they got swept by the calves too yeah, holy no, shit man i remember good. seeing that and i wanted lowry gone it <laughs> didn't happen but that was the most that honestly might be one of the most embarrassing fucking things i've ever seen yeah. um, kevin hart he's a baller man you can't deny yeah that. well he was kicking he was playing the nba all-star game every fucking year the celebrity yeah. Yeah, he was like four-time MVP or whatever, just because he yeah. was like a voter. But like, he is not horrible. Definitely not a bad basketball player. Uh, but he no. is like five-five. Uh, Imagine Mikel Jordan. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
Steph Curry and Ionescu, it's going to be a, an interesting shootout. I think it's great. Uh, I've said it before. I, I do like when the WNBA All-Stars kind of come out to play uh, during the All-Star weekend the skills competition and in some variety. It's good to just get them some notoriety with the, the mainstream fan. Yeah. But I'll say this, Jordan, and I know she said on Twitter that she was fired up and she would do this, but I don't like it that she – and I don't like it for the game of women's basketball in general because I've never been given a good reason as to why they even have this. The ball – is a different size, and the three-point line is shorter. I don't get why that's even a thing. These girls can shoot from deep. Don't be so afraid. Stretch out that court. Uh, stretch yeah. out that three-point line, and just let them use a normal fucking ball. Some of these girls are bigger than guys in the NBA. What is the difference? There is zero, zero difference. I've never understood why there has to be two different sizes of ball. Uh, yeah. it, it makes no sense to me. Uh, I, I really do think that's a, such an outdated thing that needs to change. Uh, but that – from what the release is, is that she will be using a female ball shooting from the WNBA three-point line. But she said yep. she would shoot from the men's three-point line. And yep. if she can yep. do that, I, will, I won't even care about the size of the ball. But I, I do think that that's not really fair. It's not the same. If she's shooting from two feet in, I'm not interested. I want them to go shot for shot, same arc. I know, yeah, that, that I I agree with that. The ball, the the size of the ball, I maybe get a little bit more because she would have been shooting with that ball, yeah, uh, yeah, her whole you know life. So you know that that might be a wrench, a bit of a wrench to throw in at the last minute there. But yeah, ultimately, uh, you know, if we could move towards uh, just standardizing the size of ball, uh, I, yeah, I think yeah. you know every, everyone gets used to whatever they practice with, and 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 they be sort of rise to that level so yeah exactly. I, I agree um but like she, you know she can shoot from deep it's not gonna be any sort oh, of adjustment yeah, yeah. to shoot from the nba three-point line i'm sure she does that all the time uh yeah. and you know i i just watched her record breaking one I, I forget what year it was one of these last, two, last, last at the yeah might have been last season at, at the wnba all-star game where she literally missed two shots uh it just it, you know an incredible showing better than uh, pretty much anyone has done in the NBA yeah. one, I'm pretty sure. I don't think anyone's think ever so. only missed two. I think uh, Steph so, might have had three misses the one year he was insane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but, you know, we've got two of the two of the best shooters on the planet. I, I'm excited to see it. But, yeah, it, I, if maybe maybe she can lobby for it uh, and, and, and change, how, you know, how it's done because, you know, shooting back uh, where Steph is shooting it from, then she'd have, you know, real – you know, bragging rights if, if she were to mm -hmm. beat him, because yeah, if it's yeah. a little bit in, like you could still, you know, flex on it. That's, that's still their three point line. Um, even if you beat Steph, but, uh, you know, it would be, be all that much cooler if, if she was shooting from the three point line and she can do it. She, uh, oh, yeah, everyone yeah. knows she can do it. Uh, there's no question. So, so yeah, be, be awesome to see that change. Yeah. Well, again, that's my take is just, I, I, I don't want her to have any doubters on it. Cause there's going to yes, be trolls yeah, no on the internet that will yeah, say exactly. it. Like I'm saying it because I She's want to see her. Yeah. I yeah. want to see her take the, take, take that leap. Cause I know she can do it. Not because I'm uh, like, Oh, well it's not going to count. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. battle of the sexes. Let us know at big dog ball talk, uh, Twitter slash X Instagram, TikTok. who you think is going to win battle between uh, Sabrina and, uh, and Steph. Yep. Lastly, quick fire news. Marcus all officially retiring. Uh, from professional basketball, uh, a 20-year career. Uh, got to give it up to Big Mark. We, we got to shout him out here. Uh, obviously, a legend with the, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, an NBA champion with uh, our, our 2019 Toronto Raptors. Uh, maybe uh, one of the most pivotal pieces of that uh, that run. You know, getting him at the trade deadline. Uh, insane defensive play. One of the best passing big men the league's ever seen. Uh, former Defensive Player of the Year, even though he was an All NBA Defensive Second Team player that year uh which was odd um but uh, a uh, a legend nonetheless very likely to make the hall of fame uh later down the road uh but uh, you oh, know yeah. marcus all jordan uh, his number is going to be retired by the memphis grizzlies the number 33 it'll hang in the rafters but uh, overall what are you going to remember marcus all for his legacy in the, the world of basketball Oh man, I mean, so many things. I was a fan of Marcus All, uh, and I think you know pretty much everyone was well, well before he came to the Raptors. You know, on those yep. Grizzlies teams, it was so fun. I remember the year. I th I think they were the two seed, uh, or sorry, I think they were the seven seed, and they beat the two seed Spurs like him yeah, and Zach yeah. Randolph uh, and Mike Allen. Conley. Tony Allen, uh, you know, I think Rudy Gay, uh, and I don't think this was a coincidence. I think he was injured that year. They still, mm -hmm. they still went and won, but you know, he was on that team, um, you know, back in the day. Not um, Rudy Gay, <laughs> not this fucking guy. You fucking asshole. Go watch that. Uh, anyone who hasn't seen it, um, uh, shout out Rudy Gay, Raptors legend. Um, but he did uh, that in that video. He said uh, he hits the shot against the Raptors. Raptors. I know, I know. Uh, but uh, no, you know, Mark, he, he's just and such a good like pro and, and a guy who worked on his game uh, became an awesome like three point shooter before that was a thing that centers really did. 
Mm -hmm. You mentioned the passing, you know, the footwork, the defense, uh, just awesome. And, you know, he, he had big shoes to fill also, you know, with his brother Powell uh, kind of becoming a star before him. Um, but, you know, the, he, he really sort of put himself in that conversation. I know they, they, they overlapped a little bit, but, you know, there were years when, uh, you know, Mark was was better than Powell. And, and you know, there was there was uh, sort of friendly competition there. I remember when they started opposite each other in the all-star game too and mm-hmm, centers mm-hmm. Were, were kind of guaranteed to spot um but but yeah when he was traded for for Jonas uh yeah that trade deadline and came in he literally like I, I remember the first game he was making these incredible passes to Pascal like uh you know on the low block just immediately fit in uh and we would not have won without him uh, no, I think no, there's no, there's no no doubt about that that Clamps series against that. Embiid alone yeah yeah uh, that already goes to seven uh, if, if you don't have you know the Embiid stopper out there uh I, we, we we lose to Philly like there there's yep, there's yep. really no question um and uh and then he uh, I, I I know you know Masai wrote this in his kind of uh letter about his or, or his statement about Marcus uh retirement but you know the the best performance at a championship parade ever I, oh, I'm pretty yes, sure we were yes. we were both there that day mm-hmm. I, I mostly saw it afterwards you know on on you know videos and stuff but I caught a glimpse of him hanging off yes. the back of that fucking bus you could tell he was a little <laughs> chugging wobbled. champagne he was going wild I loved it yep. um and you know for a guy who only played with the Raptors for two years I guess he really feels yeah. like uh, you know, a legend, a guy who kind of embraced mm-hmm. the city and everything. So yeah, shout out Marcus Hall and no doubt Hall of Famer when you consider yeah, it's yeah, a basketball 100%. Hall of Fame and all the uh, international uh, sort of accolades he's racked up. Gold medal, with, right? Yeah, with, with the, he had one, Spain. Right? No, never, never. I don't never think Spain gold. ever got a, not at the Olympics anyway. Oh, okay, you know, yeah, the, okay. But, but they, I, I, he must have a FIBA World Cup gold, I'm, I'm sure, because I know Spain's won, although I have to double check, but multiple silver medals, uh, you know, at mm-hmm, the Olympics because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they were the ones who kind of gave Team USA their biggest challenge. But yeah, legend in, in the NBA and inter- internationally, uh, Marcus Gasol, uh, just just awesome. So yeah, wish, wish him all the best uh, drinking champagne uh, over in Barcelona, wherever he likes to hang out. Yeah, uh, everyone have a, a glass of yeah a glass of red wine. Uh, Sangria? For, for, yes, yes. Uh, I think that uh, Big Mark would uh, probably enjoy that. Uh, yeah. But to cap off the podcast, you know, we were just talking about a, a Hall of Fame big dog. Yeah. We're gonna finish it off with the big dog of the month, January 2024. Oh, 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 oh. big dog monkey. Thank you for coming back. Uh, I, I believe we said he was in exile last time we spoke, but uh, <laughs> we've mended ties. Him and Alex shook hands. Uh, yeah, we we yeah. before they crossed the line. Uh, we've torn down the wall. Uh, yeah. th- thank you, Mr. Gorichev. Uh, but. <laughs> The Big Dog of the Month of January. Again, for any new listeners, the Big Dog of the Month. We give out this distinction to one NBA player in the league that uh, exemplifies what it means to be a big dog. You're hustling for loose balls. You're boxing out. You're throwing elbows. You're you're staying tough. You're playing uh, the right way. You're not doing things for stats. You're not trying to be flashy. You're just trying to get the goddamn win. Yep. This year, this the first one of this year, it's going to a guy. Uh, he's uh, he's really stepped up in a role that he wasn't uh, initially pegged to be in. Uh, and he's kind of fit it seamlessly. He's coming off of a, a pretty strong showing uh, last night, uh, on a Thursday night, uh, as we're recording this. Uh, he, he's been a key player off the bench for this team, but now as a starter is maybe showing that he's, he's got what it takes to be a starter in the NBA, uh, you know, maybe beyond this season. And it's going to the Germaniac, Isaiah Hartenstein of the New York Knicks. Yeah. Congratulations to Isaiah. Uh, st- stepping up big time, obviously uh, filling in for uh, for Mitchell Robinson. He one one of the uh, the, the top leaders in screen assists this season, or, or this uh, in the month of January rather. Uh, yep. Also, you know, strong strong points in the paint production, uh, as well as you know, great rim protection. Uh, that definitely flies under the radar of a lot of people. Uh, and, and again, one of the best offensive rebounders in the NBA as well, which is always something we look at for a big dog. So, uh, awesome. I mean, Isaiah Isaiah Hartenstein, I'm happy to have him included in there, and uh, you know, maybe we'll. We'll keep him in the discussion uh, for the for the big dog of the year when we get there. Uh, but uh, so far, he's joining Jalen Duran, Mark Williams, Demonis Sabonis uh, so far. So a pretty uh, interesting crew here. We were, we're getting here back to back European guys. Jordan uh, we said it yeah. couldn't be done. Yeah, we'll look at Rudy Gobert next. Uh, you know, we'll mm. just keep, keep the train rolling. Um, but uh, no, he 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 was just awesome this month. Uh, as, as you say, you know, he's been filling in for uh, you know Mitch Robinson most of this year. It feels like, uh, and yeah, has yeah. just you know they they have not really missed a step in terms of, you know, what they get from the center position, which is just, you know, amazing because, you know, Robinson, one of the best rebounding and defensive centers in the league already to, to have mm-hmm. a guy off your bench. I mean, just hell, yeah, it's just sure. crazy. I, I'm, I'm underselling. I, I didn't realize what he, he finished with 
19 rebounds on Thursday night against the Pacers in a win with six assists. Yeah, wild. And uh, I'm looking at his rebounds totals through January. He doesn't crack 20 points a single time, but he has two 20 rebound games uh, mm-hmm. in January and another 19 rebound game in January. Just absolutely going wild. One, another 17 rebound one also. Uh, just just, just craziness uh, from a guy who, yeah, is is you know, sort of paid and thought of most of the time as like a bench player. Uh, he could start for hell of a lot of teams in this league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's he going to be good for the Clippers earlier too. Oh my God. Yeah. The fact that, you know, that he's not on, you know, he, he would be so helpful for that team, you know, in, in that mm-hmm. sort of center rotation with, with those wing and ball handlers that they they've got over there. Um, but you know, he's a huge asset for the Knicks. And I mean, he's going to have to do even more now with Randall out uh, for, for however long that is. Um, and, you know, Again, in that Pacers game, it was him and Precious Achua <laughs> closing, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, in yeah. the front court down the stretch. Uh, they're kind of thin up there now, but hey, they got the win uh, and, and and they both played well. So, uh, yeah, shout out uh, Hartenstein. He's uh, he, he he's awesome. And he's kind of like uh, he kind of plays the role that, uh, you know, Nas Reed plays in, in Minnesota. Like it's, it's really <laughs> feast or famine. Some teams are just dying for a good big man. Some some teams have like three who, who are you know, really good starters. Uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is, but you know, he's, he's going to help the Knicks big time through the regular season and uh, into the playoffs. Well, help us out as we get into the playoffs uh, down the road here and into NBA yeah. All-Star weekend. Follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk, X, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook for the old heads. We got it. We flaunt it. We want you to follow us. Get That's at right. us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Let us know who your big dog of the month was in January, uh, as well as what you thought of the All-Star uh, All-Star Reserves being announced, uh, as well as uh, maybe some hypothetical LeBron trades, uh, where you'd like to see LeBron end up. Let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk. But we hope you guys get silly this weekend. Again, pour That's a little it. glass of red wine for uh, for Marky Boy, or uh, yep, just get a little Spanish. bit wild in a, in, in a public place. I think that's really all yes. we need to do. Uh, drug, public intoxication is declared legal right now. Right now, declared legal yeah. for the weekend. It's like the purge. Uh, it's like the purge. Yeah. Everybody, get it out of you. Uh, but we will be back on Monday with a new episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. But until then, this is Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says. Uh, fuck the raccoon that uh, chewed through some sort of wire and made all the power go out in downtown Toronto last night. I go to the mm-hmm. YMCA to go play basketball. The power goes out. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. They kick us all out. I'm in my little shorts. I'm like, really? What? Say, I, Haha, I guess I was shooting the lights out. <laughs> yes, I did. No, no, I didn't. I, I'm not as quick as you, Matt. I didn't even mm. get a shot up. I literally got changed, oh, walked in, boom, the lights go out. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, That'd so be kind of terrifying. Turn around. It, 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 it really was. But yeah, found out later it was a raccoon. So, uh, you know, fuck you. I'm going to come find you, uh, do something to you. Yeah, that boy's probably crispy right now. I don't uh, I don't imagine he made it through there, but, uh, yeah, you know, right, you're right, you're right. Fuck him. It is what it is. But, no, I have shot the lights out in the past, Matt. I'll continue to do it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I do what I do. Hey, you versus the raccoon. Yeah. <laughs>